Welcome to Can, Can We, we talk, talk About this? this? I'm your host, Amberly from The Power of Birth. And I'm your producer, Rajelle from Bee Designs. And together we created this podcast to talk about women's health and the things that really matter. We have a real passion and focus on women's health and wellness and overall emphasize the importance of talking about maternal health. We chat to experts and continue sharing your stories. We're here to start the conversation, raise awareness, spread the word, call out gaps in the system and implicit biases. And we hope you learn something or even if you're just screaming yes the entire podcast. This is not a place for small talk. We're about real talk. And when we know better, we do better. And we challenge you to start this conversation elsewhere. Did you know you can find further resources on thepowerofbirth.net via the printable resources tab that includes things like a hospital bag checklist, postpartum toolbox, pelvic health information, and so much more. Don't forget while you're there to subscribe to thepowerofbirth.net for your free printable motherhood affirmations. I hope you love them as much as I do. Welcome to another episode of Can We Talk About This? Today, I'm doing something a little bit different. I thought I would jump on and give some pointers or tips and along with some of my experiences, I guess, talking all about finding the right psychologist, finding the right mental health professional that can help you along your motherhood journey and your experiences within this sort of perinatal period and perinatal phase. The reason I thought that this would be a valuable podcast episode is because I actually I volunteered in support coordination for a number of years now with postpartum support international basically what that means is that women can reach out to me through postpartum international and ask for my assistance in finding them the right support so they sort of share their stories a little bit with me and then I help them sort of navigate within Australia, sort of the options that are available to them in terms of how to work it financially, but then also who they actually need to see depending on what their experience has been like. So that's led me to chatting to a number of different charities and things and networking and, you know, (laughs) I just do a bunch of random things, I think, a lot of the time. Um, And recently, I actually had a conversation uh, with some of the founders of these charities, and they are just talking about how absolutely desperate they are for people working with vulnerable mothers and families to actually know their stuff. And there's just a huge gap in, I guess, understanding the uniqueness in perinatal mental health. We certainly can't just say because someone is a mental health professional that they're going to understand the complexities and nuances within this profound, confusing, but transformative time. So firstly, I'm just going to quickly take you through some specific examples of why finding a perinatal psychologist when you're sort of from that preconception phase all the way through whatever your motherhood journey looks like, because there are some unique challenges, but also some important therapeutic adjustments and approaches and a little bit more sort of deeper understanding and knowledge based on this time period or this phase in our lives. And I can give you some examples as I sort of take you through this as well. And then towards the end, I'm going to give some of my top tips, I guess, in finding the right fit for you, uh, because that's important as well. Okay. So firstly, 
obviously having a perinatal psychologist, someone who specializes in perinatal mental health, they actually have a deeper understanding of the specific challenges that you face during pregnancy. I'll add preconception to that childbirth and also within the postpartum period. And I'm going to say far beyond because, well, once a mother, always a mother. And there are unique challenges in any phase of motherhood. You know, I speak to parents who are parenting teenagers, parents who are parents to adult children. You as a mother sort of are transitioning and adjusting to each stage of development within your child. So I'm not going to exclude mothers beyond 12 months postpartum, I, but I just wanted to sort of clarify that. Maybe you didn't need support in the perinatal period up to that 12 months postpartum, but you needed it beyond that. And that's very much just as important. But the reason for this is so that they actually can provide targeted support and guidance tailored to your unique circumstances. Maybe you're juggling, you know, kids in a divorce. Maybe you're returning to work. Maybe you've had birth trauma and it's come up years later. Maybe your child... um, has some physical disabilities or even intellectual disabilities and you're trying to navigate those things. Maybe you've maybe you're a parent of loss. Uh, maybe you're really triggered by your child. Um, you know, that like there's there's so many unique experiences within motherhood. So it's just really important that we have mental health professionals who actually understand that and get that. So the second thing is trauma-informed care. This is a really big one for me because psychologists with expertise in perinatal mental health actually understand the potential for trauma, not only in birth. I know that we talk about birth-related complications a lot and birth trauma a lot, but there's pregnancy trauma. I've spoken to lots of women trying for babies and the experiences of miscarriage or never actually falling pregnant and everyone else is sort of falling pregnant around them, baby loss, like this. There's a lot of trauma that can actually happen to no fault of their own. There are just complications and it is part of being a human. So having that trauma-informed practice for perinatal psychologists is actually really, really important, but also so beneficial to this population. The third one was knowing about postpartum mood disorders, right? Because you have to be able to be skilled in identifying and treating postpartum mood disorders. That includes, you know, postpartum depression, anxiety, OCD, bipolar, schizophrenia, psychosis. There are really unique challenges and they look different to say regular depression or regular anxiety. And mental health professionals need to understand the complexities and the nuances within postpartum mood disorders as opposed to general depression and anxiety and so on. And this is so that they can actually help you develop coping strategies, provide emotional support, and guide you towards resources and interventions specific to perinatal mental health. So if you just go and see anybody let's say you have postpartum depression and you just go and see any Tom, Dick or Harry and they're not quite getting it. It's probably because they don't have that specialized knowledge. And what I have seen actually happen is that because they don't quite understand the complexities within 
a postpartum mood disorder and, and within mental health in motherhood, they're actually reporting certain things to child safety and things like that, which if they actually had some specialized knowledge, they would be able to do a, a thorough risk assessment, let's say, and report when appropriate. Um, I know mandatory reporting can seem really scary and I promise you it's not. If you have someone who specializes in your specific need, so say that is postpartum depression, um, there will be no need to fear because if you have a skilled professional who understands the difficulties and the nuances within your mental health experience, um, you are safe with them. I won't go into mandatory reporting here necessarily, but you know, never be afraid to bring it up and chat with your mental health professional either. So the fourth thing was relationship dynamics, right? So when you have a baby, what happens to your relationship? Uh, And the perinatal period can just put a huge strain on relationships. And, you know, it's happened in my life. It's happened to a lot of people around me. And a psychologist with knowledge in this area can actually help couples together navigate their challenges and communicate effectively and strengthen their bond during this time so it's really good to have somebody who understands that number five was the just the general transition to parenthood being a parent brings significant changes and adjustments to your life perinatal psychologists can assist individuals in navigating these new emotional and psychological and lifestyle transitions that occur during this period and basically help you establish a healthy and fulfilling parenting journey, I guess. I remember after I brought my firstborn home and, you know, my husband had gone back to work, I just remember feeling so lost as to how people just leave the house. It just felt so overwhelming to me to know what to pack in a bag firstly, but then pack the bag, making sure that I've got stuff for me, got stuff for them. They've got a clean nappy. I've been to the toilet because I had urinary incontinence, so I didn't want to be weighing myself out in public. So making sure that I was dressed and ready as well, getting in and out of the car, setting up the pram, like actually getting to where we needed to go and then packing all the stuff in the pram where we were and then, you know, doing whatever activity it was. Like I just found leaving the house so incredibly hard and I was like, how do people do this? And it took me a couple of months actually to find my rhythm. So, you know, that's just one prime example of sort of the transition (laughs) from me just being able to leave the house on my own with maybe just my keys and wallet to next minute bringing the kitchen sink. Number six was parent-infant bonding. So psychologists who specialize in perinatal mental health can support you in developing a strong bond with your baby. They can offer guidance on attachment, bonding activities, and addressing any concerns or challenges that you might have. And I'm going to say like early intervention, the better. Um, Talking to people about this really early on is so important. And I wish that there was far less stigma around bonding and things. Something important I did want to mention, I was recently at a Peachtree. They are an organization in Brisbane supporting parents and families and they mentioned I went to like this conference and there was somebody who sort of was differentiating bond and attachment and so what they said was um, bonding is really mother to baby so if you're talking about creating a bond with your baby it's about how you feel about them and how you feel towards them and sort of your perception of them and your relationship Whereas attachment is baby to mum and, you know, child to mum and what that looks like. So 
I found it really interesting differentiating the two and I can see the power in doing that uh, and then both treating them appropriately. So that's a really important aspect for psychologists to understand. And so having that training in perinatal mental health, they're going to get that. Number seven was grief and loss. Isn't this just such a big topic in motherhood? My goodness, it's just something that has come up throughout doing this podcast, throughout meeting various different people in the support coordination that I've done, but also um, just in general and even on social media when people reach out to me and share their stories. Obviously, I would say the obvious ones around unique grief experiences, you know, these are cases of miscarriage, stillbirth, baby loss. Having a perinatal psychologist who understands the grief and the loss in these cases they're actually able to provide you compassionate support, help you navigate your grief and assist you in the healing process and kind of help you recognize what's a normal feeling and that, you know, you're not broken and that how you feel when you've lost your baby is actually valid and okay and help you understand maybe what's happening to you. I will say there is another side of grief and loss in the motherhood space, maybe it's more linked to things like matrescence. I'm not exactly sure, but there are so many things that you as a mother grieve and also lose. I mean, sometimes, you know, you have a baby and you, you lose friendships and relationships with people. Maybe you've put your career on pause. And so there's sort of like this loss of your professional status. And then in terms of grief, I mean, how many of us grieved our identity Maybe we mourned our our old life, you know, that that seemed just so simple. Um, and a lot of people look at their lives, you know, who they were before they had a baby and who they were after they had a baby, whether you've lost or not. Um, that's just something that tends to happen. So I think grief and loss is a really big topic. And I think having someone with specialized knowledge, again, is really important. So, of course, these are just a few examples of why I would say finding a psychologist having specialized knowledge in the perinatal period is essential. This is why. I mean, it's it's probably obvious, <laughs> but having, uh, having a professional who understands and specializes in perinatal mental health can make a significant difference in providing you the support and guidance you need to have a positive perinatal experience and potentially to help you heal. Um, depending on what's happened and depending on your circumstances. So there's actually a lot of scientific research that consistently highlights the benefits of specialized care in the perinatal period. That probably seems really obvious, but I want you to think of it like, you know, if you have a certain physical condition, you're probably going to go see a specialist for that specific condition, right? So you really need to view mental health in the same way. So whether it's a relationship breakdown or addiction or you know similar concerns like that, you're going to try and find someone with expertise in that area because that is what's going to enhance the effectiveness of your therapy. So seeking specialization, I probably could not talk about this enough. And I just want you to know that it is really vital for you in getting better. I mean, the amount of people I've spoken to who've just seen any old whoever and they've walked away and it was their first therapy session ever. And they're just like, that was a load of bull. I'm never going back. And they sort of get on with their lives despite the struggle. And that really breaks my heart because I just know that if they 
saw someone who had that specific specialization, that specific knowledge in the field that they needed support, then their experience would be a lot different and a lot healthier. I'm going to move on now to my, I guess, my top tips for finding the right fit. (laughs) I'll make this as quick as I can. I am going to try and give you some examples and things around that as well. So firstly, I think it's obvious, but do your homework, right? Take the time to research and read about the psychologist, not only their experience and training, but if they can, if you find any information on who they are as a person, I find that helps too. What kind of approach to therapy do they have? Is it emotion focused? Is it compassionate focused? What are sort of their, what's their philosophies? Do they align with you? Um, You really have to figure that out on your own and only you are going to know that. You know, lots of professionals have online profiles now or websites that provide you insights into their areas of expertise but also their therapeutic approaches as well you can even consider scheduling a phone consultation to get a sense of sort of their personality and their approach so don't feel like you can't do those things you know send them an email Um, I've certainly spoken to therapists on the phone before I've gone to see them I actually think that that's really helpful you can kind of get a vibe Um, so yeah do your homework I know it might seem overwhelming particularly when you've got a lot on your plate and you know you might have little ones at home and it's all very hard anyway but your future self will thank you my next point would be comfort and safety so it's actually so incredibly crucial to your therapeutic experience for you to feel comfortable and safe with your psychologist or mental health professional Trust your instincts, like choose someone who you know you can share your thoughts and your ugly feelings with openly without judgment or discomfort. That might take some trial and error, but I will share an experience I had with this. So, you know, you're working with another human in a therapeutic space. Sometimes they're going to get things wrong. Maybe sometimes they're going to say the wrong thing. And this has happened to me before. I you know, had this amazing perinatal psychologist that I was seeing. I saw her for about six months back in like 2021, I think it was. And she was really amazing, but I don't know, maybe one day she was just having a really off day and she sort of like shut me down a little bit. And I remember like seething and walking away from that interaction and just thinking like, my gosh, like she got it so wrong. Like I was just feeling guilty about this and that and blah, blah, blah. But Obviously, I hadn't told her any of that. And obviously, she had not had a very good day and she wasn't, I guess, as curious as usual. And I wasn't going to let it affect me. So the next time I had my session with her, I brought it up. I was like, hey, you said this and this is how it made me feel. And, you know, we could sort of unpack it together and discuss it. And, you know, she was so compassionate and wonderful and she was back to her regular self. And that's why I put it down to a bad day. But the fact that I felt safe enough to bring that up with her, Like that's how safe you should feel with someone. The next one is validation of your experience. I think we deeply underestimate the power of validation, but looking for a psychologist who genuinely does validate your experience, your emotions and your challenges, because feeling heard and understood is an essential element of the therapeutic process. I'm not saying it needs to all be about validation because the next point is having a varied therapeutic approach. So a psychologist who has training in various evidence-based therapies, this way that 
they can tailor their approach to meet your unique needs and provide you a range of tools and techniques and skills to help you cope and heal. So I would say those two go together, validation and varied therapeutic approach, because you can't have one without the other. I will say something about therapeutic approaches. So the reason that that is actually so important, if you've never studied psychology before, you may not really understand what exactly that means or what that looks like. So I want to provide you an example. Um, so I found my psychologist and I was seeing her and I remember her saying something really profound to me. She had said to me, okay, I don't think cognitive behavioral therapy is actually going to be helpful to you because it's not about thinking about this differently. Um, just for context, you know, I had hyperemesis gravidarum, birth trauma, those sorts of things. So And so she'd said to me, I think a better approach for you would be to do acceptance and commitment therapy because it was a therapy that combined elements of mindfulness, acceptance and behavior change strategies. And that was just a better approach for me. So actually having a therapist who recognized that CBT is generally the one that most therapists will use. But for her to say to me, it's not about thinking about this differently. These things happened and it was crap. Where do we go now? What do we do now? And so having a different therapeutic style was profound for me. So that's really important. Uh, The next thing is practical coping strategies. So a competent psychologist will equip you with practical coping strategies and skills to manage your perinatal mental health challenges. Um, And those tools should help empower you to navigate the ups and downs of your journey more effectively. Obviously, there's no really fast cure and these things take time and effort and energy and consistency and perseverance it takes all of those things but a psychologist should be doing those things with you they shouldn't just be sort of unpacking all of the crap and not giving you any strategies to help you move through that week or help you move through that issue so you just need to be making sure that your psychologist is ticking all of these boxes basically the last one that i have here is treatment plan and goals so this is a really big one you don't just go for coping skills and validation right like we go for a treatment plan and we go for goals and we work collaboratively together with our therapist with a clear treatment plan that you both fully understand and you establish specific goals and you work towards those goals you know therapy progresses way better in a structured manner and provides and this provides you a sense of direction and purpose in your therapy sessions and you know in your life so That sort of, I don't know, what was that? Six or seven things that I would look for in a psychologist. And, you know, once you see one, you can kind of tick off these boxes as you've kind of had one, two or three sessions. But by seeking professionals who specialize in perinatal mental health, you know, conducting thorough research, prioritizing comfort and safety, consider factors such as validation, very therapeutic approaches, practical coping skills, treatment plans and goals, you can find the ideal psychologist or perinatal mental health professional to support you. And I want you to remember that your well-being deserves specialized care. And with the right psychologist or mental health professional, you can embark on a path of healing and growth. And I say that to you with full confidence because I have walked that path before. I mean, I've done all of the things that I've talked about today. Just ensuring that you're finding someone who has specialized knowledge in the issues that you're facing. 
Well, that concludes this episode. It was short and sweet, but full of top tips. And I hope that you're able to take some of those away and feel a little bit more empowered in finding the right mental health professional for you. And I want to say to those who know that they're in need of some psychological support, but find it difficult to take those first steps. I just want to offer you some words of encouragement and understanding. I have been there before. I get it. I understand. It takes immense strength and courage to actually acknowledge that you need help and to consider seeking support for your own mental well-being. I know as mums, we sort of put everyone before us, but there is so much power in being able to put yourself first sometimes. Remember that reaching out for support is not a sign of weakness, okay? Ask for help. It's a really powerful act of self-care, but also self-compassion, allowing yourself to be a human. You deserve the support and guidance that can help you navigate the challenges that you're facing. And it's okay to feel uncertain or apprehensive about seeking help, but I encourage you to take those small steps forward at your own pace. Reach out to a trusted friend or family member. Say the hard things out loud in a space that you know is not going to judge you. Consider exploring online resources or helplines that can help, that can provide you with information and guidance, particularly if finances are an issue. And remember that you're not alone in your struggles and there are professionals trained to assist you on your healing journey. Your well-being matters and by taking these steps, you're prioritizing your mental health and taking an important stride towards a brighter future, you know, for you and your family and a more fulfilling life. I don't want you to sit at home struggling all alone in silence. Speak up, reach out, do it for yourself, do it for your future self. I will leave some really amazing Australian resources in the show notes. So if you've listened to this episode and you're like, yep, I'm feeling motivated. I wouldn't even know where to start though. I can certainly direct you to some organizations and then also some directories for finding a perinatal psychologist in your area. So thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll chat to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening and would like to share your story with us or feel compelled to talk about issues surrounding women's health, please don't hesitate to reach out. We would love to hear from you. You can find us at The Power of Birth on Instagram and Facebook or on our website, thepowerofbirth.net. If you loved this episode, we would love it if you left us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on and share us with your family and friends. The conversation has to start somewhere. Thank you again for listening and we hope you join us in the next episode. Oh,